sometimes we think in order to launch a business, we have to have all these things in place. And honestly, I know a lot of people that are super successful that don't even have a website and that's fine, right? So just think of what's best for you, not what everyone else is doing and what you can invest in now to make sure when you take that leap, you're all ready to go. It's Jillian, and this is my podcast all about nutrition, entrepreneurship, and motherhood. If you're ready, open, and dedicated to making daily habit changes that will help you have it all, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the It's Jillian podcast, a podcast about what to eat, what to wear, reducing mom guilt, relationships, the journey as an entrepreneur, and finding unwavering self-confidence. It is my mission to help you excel one step or episode at a time. I'm Jillian, and before we dive into this episode, I wanted to share about the What's for Dinner Club. This is a membership that I created, honestly, because I needed it as a busy mom. You know, it's important for me to still have a delicious, healthy dinner on the table for my family at night, but I was overwhelmed with the whole process of planning and preparing and shopping. So as part of the What's for Dinner Club, you get a text every week with a grocery list and four easy, healthy dinner recipes. There's variations for each recipe for gluten-free, plant-based, and kid-friendly. So it kind of makes one meal work for everybody, which we know is a godsend. Plus the ingredients overlap between each recipe. So that means you are going to be saving more money on groceries and wasting less food, which I am all about. I would love to share a special promotion just for you guys, for my listeners. Head on over to the whatsforninnerclub.com and use promo code podcast and get a free month of the What's For Dinner Club. That way you can try it out, see what you like, and I know you're gonna love it. So you'll be committed after that. Are you wanting more for yourself and your potential business? You know, I know what it feels like to be stuck in a nine to five with dreams and hopes of something more for yourself. So in today's episode, I'm giving my advice to those who feel like they're being called on leaving their jobs, but are fearful. And honestly, I felt that way too, two years ago when I finally took the leap. I want to share with you my journey and give you tips on how to take the leap successfully. So my journey really started out, you know, after years, I was actually working in a company for eight years and I actually loved it. I loved my job. I got a lot of experience from it, a lot of fulfillment. I had friends that I worked with, but I always had this call to do something more. And I started to develop some things on the side, whether it was programs or working with brands and doing TV segments. And I knew that that's what I really wanted to do, but I just eventually didn't have enough time because I was at my nine to five job. I really, really enjoyed it, but I felt really scared to take the leap and especially financially. That's what held me back. It was nice to have a stable income and know what you're getting paid every week. And it felt really scary to become an entrepreneur where things are a lot less stable sometimes. So, you know, for me, I just, I knew that I had this calling on my heart and I also wanted a more flexible lifestyle. As a mom, I wanted to be able to pick my kids up from school and also also just have more time for myself to do a workout during the day and not have to get up at 5 a.m. so I could get into the office, right? So have more of a flexible lifestyle and more of that balance that I needed. So what my biggest advice for you is that when you're starting to do this is start building your brand on the side. For years, I was working with TV segments. I was building my brand. I tried out programs, honestly, some that worked and some that failed. (laughs) But it really helps me kind of find my niche and find where I wanted to focus. And it helped me network. So people around me knew what I was doing. And when it was time for me to take the leap, I already had connections of people I could reach out to that would help with some of those first steps. So I felt really confident leaving my job. 
The biggest piece of advice that I would give to you is that if you're feeling this call to take that leap from your nine to five, you have to take the first step and then the universe answers. Fear is usually what's holding us back, but I truly believe there's no failure. There's a lesson in everything and there's always a plan B as I'm learning. I'm literally have to say this to myself all the time because it's so scary to take some of those leaps, but there's always another option. And I was actually just talking to someone yesterday who is looking at being, you know, taking that leap into her full-time entrepreneur journey. And, you know, if something doesn't work out, you can always get another job. I mean, I don't think I ever will because now I love this lifestyle, but there's always a plan B. So there's really no reason not to feel like you can't take that leap. But there are a few tips that I want to share with you guys as far as what to do, because I know it's super daunting. And I think there's a few things you can do to make sure that you are successful when you take that leap. So the first thing which I kind of mentioned is work on your business on the side first. So I'm not a big person and just like quitting your job and moving forward without a plan. I am definitely a planner. I love a to-do list. So for me, you can build a solid foundation for yourself to lean on before you decide to take the leap and quit your day job. So have some things in place that are going to help you make those first steps. A couple of things you can do with this is recognizing your strengths and weaknesses within the business. So while you're doing your day job, think through some of this stuff. What are you really great at? What is your zone of genius? So I like to call it your hell no and hell yes list. Hell no is things that like for me, technology, building a website, any of that stuff, no way. Hell yes, being on camera, social media, getting creative with content, that's all for me. So once you kind of know that, it'll help you build out this plan and what you can do to start to invest now, especially when you have a job and you have some income. So maybe you do want to put some of your finances towards getting your website going or investing in someone to help you build out a platform or program. I will say at the same time, know that you can keep it simple. Sometimes we think in order to launch a business, we have to have all these things in place. And honestly, I know a lot of people that are super successful that don't even have a website and that's fine, right? So just think of what's best for you, not what everyone else is doing and what you can invest in now to make sure when you take that leap, you're all ready to go. Also, a really important thing to do during this time is validating your business idea. Get feedback from your target audience. So some ways you can do this is polls on social media. That's one of my favorite things to do is just to get thoughts from people because they can quickly respond to you. And within 24 hours, you have feedback. Of course, you can ask friends and family to their thoughts on things. I have different groups of friends that I always reach out to when I'm looking at creating a program or pricing something or looking for some guidance on what content to provide. So those are great resources. And then even hosting a trial run. So before I took the leap, I was running some programs. I called them the 21-day diet reset. So I was still doing my nine to five, but then I would host these trial programs to see what people loved. And, you know, sometimes they were great and sometimes they didn't go so great. But I will say I learned so much from that journey so that when I was ready to take the leap, I knew exactly what I wanted to focus on. And I had some direction versus feeling lost and scared at the very beginning. The other thing I would say is to set a detailed, measurable, and realistic goal list for your business. So these can be just small wins or, you know, just some things that you want to achieve. And I think, again, giving yourself some direction right when you take that leap is so important. Otherwise, you, you will feel lost and you'll start to be like, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Start to second guess yourself. But if you have a plan, have a list of goals, things that you want to work towards that will really help you move forward. And I think having them written down, even like posted it somewhere like on your wall is a great reminder and a way to make sure that you have something you're working towards. 
And lastly, building a roadmap to launch and beyond. So this is how you're going to get from point A to point B to point C. But I will say the most important thing to know here is definitely going to change. For me, I have a journal that I write in and I love it to have blank pages so that I can actually draw out things and draw ideas to arrows and stars and all those things. So I can kind of see the vision of where it would go. So for example, if I'm going to launch maybe a free masterclass, then after the masterclass, maybe I would promote in there a paid program that I'd encourage people to join, where it'd be like a group three-day program. And then from that, I would offer maybe VIP or like one-on-one opportunities. So building out that launch plan is going to show you how to get from point A, point B, point C. And then again, know that it doesn't always go to plan, but at least gives you a starting point for where you can begin. All right. Another tip is to have a smaller, less demanding, and honestly, probably less pay role lined up that frees up some of your time. So this is something that I did when I left my nine to five. I had a consulting gig lined up. So the day after I quit, I had a consulting gig that I could jump right into. I was making way less money than I did at my job, but at least gave me some income and a starting point to move forward. So something that is going to give you more time though, that's really the biggest thing because a lot of times we find ourselves when we're in these nine to fives, we feel overwhelmed. We feel like we're overdoing ourselves. And so we don't have the time or energy to focus on our business. And then that's where that fear and doubt comes in because you don't have things in place and ready to go. So whether it's something small, like you're doing some nannying or working at a Starbucks or doing some sort of consulting or something like that, that way you can, again, free up some of your time and energy so you can start to focus on building your business. One of my most important tips that I have learned through this whole process is to work with a financial planner and a bookkeeper to have a plan. Hands down, the best investment that I have made personally and business-wise is to have people that can walk me through all the hoops and ladders and all the crazy stuff when it comes to financially. Because if we're going back to that hell no, hell yes us, hell no for me is all that financial jargon and to-dos and processes. It just, I don't enjoy that. (laughs) I will say I'm kind of starting to enjoy it more now, but especially at the very beginning when I was trying to track all my finances myself for taxes and stuff. Oh my gosh. I did it for a year and I looked back and thought, why didn't I just hire someone from the very beginning to do this? Because it was so messy and so much more work to clean up than if I had just invested in someone from the very beginning. So that could be like something that you could work towards building before you take the leap is to have that team of people that you can really trust. So we have a certified financial planner, a bookkeeper, and then a CPA that we work with. And it's been so amazing to have them because there's so many things that come up along the way as you build your business. And to have someone that you can reach out to that you trust is really, really important. Now, the best investment I ever made is in mentorship. So this is another great tip if you're thinking about taking that leap, having a mentor along the way is so important. I mean, these people have been in your shoes before. They've walked this journey. They really give you that inspiration and that accountability that you need to keep moving forward because we always get stuck. Even now, two years, over two years as an entrepreneur, like you still find times when you get stuck. Luckily, I've built a pretty awesome community, but I'm still investing in mentorships and group communities where you're getting trainings and having people ask you how your business is going. Having that accountability is so important to navigate certain situations and to keep you feeling positive about your business. There's so many times I can't tell you where little conversations I've had and 
I had this big issue that felt like I could never get over this hurdle. And in one conversation, like side conversation at a mentorship, like retreat, it like got solved. So, so easy. One of the biggest mentorships I invested in initially was with Lindsay Schwartz from Powerhouse Women. And to be totally honest, the first time I joined this mastermind, the financial investment was super scary. I had to have the conversation with my husband about you know, investing this type of money and just knowing, honestly, inside of me, I just knew, I thought about it. I've journaled about it. I knew this was the first step. And the amount of support and advice, connections that I got out of this mentorship blew my world. I remember Lindsay telling me like, I know you're going to be successful, but I can get you there faster. And that was 1000% true. (laughs) And I would think a lot of mentorship programs help you do that. They help you get there faster because we get so stuck in our own ways. So if you have people that again, are going to give you advice, give you thoughts that you can text quickly to ask about certain things for something you're creating, that keeps you moving forward rather than feeling like you're stuck. So mentorship, really, really important. All right, another last tip is to understand the seasons of entrepreneurship because it is constantly evolving. And I think sometimes we, when we get into a season of feeling like we're not moving forward, we start to think that we have to jump back into a job because it's not working out. But I can tell you, if you keep moving forward, that's where the real success is. In fact, I remember listening to a podcast and I can't even remember who they were interviewing, someone very successful. And they asked him, you know, if you are speaking to someone right now who has been in their business for a year and it's not going the way that they thought, what advice would you give for them? And his advice was to keep going. I think so many times people just give up and there's crazy stats on this too, how people give up too early, where if you could just stick with it a little bit longer and understand these seasons of entrepreneurship, you're going to have such amazing success and abundance. So let's talk a little bit about these different seasons. So the first season, there's four. The first season is planning. So that's the beginning stages of planning and development for what the business is and what it should be. And again, knowing that it will evolve over time, but you have to have a starting point. What is your help statement? So that's a really simple, like I help people do what? Like, how are you helping people? What service or product are you providing? The second phase is discover, figuring out what people want, what they'll pay for, and you know everything about your target customer or audience. So that takes a lot of you know trial and air. You're doing different programs. You're trying out different products. You're doing those polls on social media or those little trial groups to see what people really are attracted to. So that's the discovery phase. Then we have the evolve stage and every business goes through an evolution. I mean, you know, as a manifesting generator, if you're into human design, I'm constantly evolving. (laughs) I love new things and new ideas are always coming up. And usually for most people, it's around every 90 days, you know, there's a new season of growth or ideas that come up and that's okay. And that's honestly where you're going to stay relevant. If you don't evolve, honestly, you die. There's so many new ideas and, you know, concepts out there that if your business isn't constantly changing, then other people are going to take over and have better ideas than you. And then the fourth and final stage is grow. And this is where you see your business now compared to the start. It's really thriving and you're seeing the opportunities grow beyond what you originally thought. So I want to walk through these seasons just as an example of my What's for Dinner Club. So to be totally honest, the rate that I thought of the West Virginia Club was initially because I was doing this 21-day diet reset. So it was this program I had that walked people through 21 days with meal plans and tips. It was hosted through a Facebook group. And after the program, 
I wanted to keep the Facebook group going. So in the Facebook group, I would post every like Monday through Thursday or something. It was a different theme. So maybe Monday was like a live Q&A and then Tuesday was recipes. Wednesday was like tips and tricks and Thursday was something else. But all I remember is in that group, the engagement completely dropped except for the recipes. Everyone always commented on the recipes, whether they were excited to try it or if they had an idea to like improve it or things like that. But there was always engagement on those. So I thought of wouldn't it be cool if I just shared the recipes, really simplify this. I mean, I was obviously overcomplicating it at this point. So by, you know, really evolving at that point, you know, where I had started and, you know, seeing what they wanted, discovering and then evolving the program to be more recipe focused, that really allowed me to get really niche with what I wanted to offer. And that's where the Westerner Club kind of came out of. Speaking to evolution too, I mean, when I first started, it was, you know, execution over perfection, which I'm a true believer. When you have an idea, just get it out there and start playing with it rather than waiting. So the positive side of that is that, you know, I got moving, I got feedback, people were participating in the membership, I had income from it. But then it was getting really hard to manage because I had really band-aided everything together. So I had all these different platforms and services that I was signing up for, for the website, for the emails, for the text messages, and none of it worked together. So it was so manual. So if one thing went wrong, it was like 20 steps to fix something. So I decided that I wanted a new website and I the reason, main reason I wanted the new website is because I found a website that would connect to the texting platform that I wanted to use that did automated text that would send text out just like drip emails. So that whole evolution was so much work and time to get everything set up for that. But it was so worth it because now the process of someone sign up, signing up is way smoother. It takes a lot less time for me or my team to get people signed up for the program. And so that's that evolution where I I took what I had and evolved it. And now I'm seeing that last and final stage of growth where now I'm thinking, okay, now I need to get this to more people, digital ads, getting it in moms groups on Facebook, working with different people I know to share it with their clients because I'm ready for this to grow. I have everything in place. It's really stable and automated and I'm excited to share it. So that just kind of shows you where you have one idea For me, started out this 21-day diet reset program, which honestly felt like a failure at one point because people weren't engaging in the Facebook group. But then it became this amazing idea that has this discovery phase. It's evolved. It's grown. And I really see a lot of potential for it to grow further too. So those are a couple tips on what I would recommend for you guys if you're ready to take that leap from your nine to five. Again, I'm a planner. So getting things in place, you know, starting to work on your business on the side. So you're not stressed about finances. Like you have some income that is going to give you some stability. Also having, you know, if your current job is too demanding and doesn't give you any time or energy, maybe it's time to switch up to another temporary job that's going to allow you to have some more time and flexibility to focus on your business. Working with a financial planner and bookkeeper, honestly, hands down, best investment (laughs) in addition to mentorship. So important. And I actually am going to be offering some mentorship opportunities too. So if you're ever interested to shoot me a message, I'm developing the program right now and it's going to be a limited amount of people I will work with at a time, but totally open to hearing if you're interested to see if we can make it work. And then understanding those seasons of entrepreneurship so that you keep moving forward even when you feel like you're kind of stuck, you know, because knowing that there's just seasons of entrepreneurship and you're always moving forward. Never feel like you're stuck in one spot. 
Now, before we wrap up, don't forget to rate and review this podcast for a chance to win some fun, free What's for Dinner Club swag. I have stickers, pop sockets, coasters, all this fun stuff. So I'll be selecting some of you that rate and review to send this to. Also share this episode on your social media. If you found it helpful, I would so appreciate that. And connect with me on Instagram at it's Jillian for more media tips and send me a direct message with your biggest takeaway from this episode. I would love to hear what you really found was most valuable. Thank you so much for tuning in to It's Jillian and we'll see you next week. Thank you.